Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Colossians chapter 1 verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. And a great scripture. So I, I want to tell you a little story <clears throat> just as we kind of get started out this morning about a gentleman who uh, lived in a Middle Eastern country and he was a religious leader in his area. Uh, in, in the country that he lived, um, a country that at, at the time of his life was occupied by a foreign power, foreign military power. But he was a religious leader, um, well-learned, well-versed in, in his religion. He, he knew and understood a lot of things, a smart guy. And it just so happens that a new religion had kind of popped up into the area, right? A, a religion that just, I mean, it, they really didn't know what to do with it. But one of the things that had happened is as this began to grow, the, the leaders in, in uh, his, his religion began to see this as a great threat, this new religion that had kind of popped up. So... Uh, they started to uh, attempt to address it, but one of the things that had happened is, is there were a lot of the people who were uh, kind of leaning that direction. So one of the great battles they had was they had to not only just uh, try to squelch out this new religion, but there was also a, a battle that was going on just for the, the hearts and minds of the people, right? So uh, this particular leader, he had had taken it upon himself and, and kind of felt a duty to make sure that the, uh, this new religion that was in the area didn't spread, it didn't go any further. And one day, one of the, the gentlemen who was a, uh, a leader in this new religion, had, had, uh, they had kind of caught him, cornered him, and he had said some things that they didn't like, and they ended up taking him and stoning him to death. So now the gentleman we're talking about was one of the guys who was there and, and very much responsible for making this decision, making this thing happen. Now, you know, as, as I'm telling this story, you can kind of imagine the environment, uh, the, the, uh, the tension that was kind of there in the area at the time and all these things going on. And the religious leaders of the time had made a decision that it was important for them to bring these uh, individuals who were, um, who were promoting this new religion up on charges of blasphemy, 
which was a religious charge, but one that because this religious group had such power in the area, they were able to um, uh, execute either by prison time or potentially death. So they sent this man who was, as I said, a, a, a well-respected figure in, in that religious community. They sent him with authority to go to the individuals and, and, and seek out and find these individuals who were a part of this new religious group. Now, we're hearing this story, and, and you're probably thinking, well, this isn't a real good dude, is it? Well, you know, he thought he was. You know, in his mind, he's doing everything right. As a matter of fact, all that he's doing, he's doing for God. All right? And that, 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 that's the understanding we have to approach this. Is he, he, he thinks he's doing what God is commanding him to do, and now he is on his way to take captive those people who are promoting this new religion, this, 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 this new idea. Now, it just so happens while he is on his way to the place where, where his destination, where he was going to seek out uh, the people of this new religion, that there shone a light out of heaven. And a voice that says to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And Saul speaks back and he says, who is this? And he says to him, it's Jesus that you're persecuting. Now, when we hear this story and, 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 and I, I, I kind of left the, the story of who this guy was, because what we find out is ultimately this guy named Saul, he meets Jesus on the road to Damascus. His name is ultimately changed to Paul and he writes most of the New Testament that we read. But I think it's important that we understand where he's coming from. Who it was that he was. He was a person who had done things that he had in his past. Things against God directly. That he thought he was doing the right thing. But he had made choices and decisions. When we talk about uh, Stephen being martyred there. It was, it was at Saul's feet that they laid their coats. Uh, basically giving him credit for the murder of the, the, of the first martyr of the Christian church. Now your question is, what does this have to do with the scripture that you read? Well, this morning I want to talk to you about the ministry of reconciliation. Basically, all these, all these scriptures that I'm going to read to you are scriptures that were written by this guy named Paul. Saul. This guy whose job it was to persecute, who was so zealous for, for the religion he was in that he was persecuting Christians because they didn't believe like he did. Because he knew he was right and they was wrong, but had a change that happened in his life on the road to Damascus. He was a man who understood what it meant to be reconciled to God. In the scripture that we, we read here, it said this, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Speaking of Jesus Christ, this is Paul, the guy who was persecuting Christians, the guy who, who came to know Jesus because he's shown in a light on the road to Damascus. He says this, For it pleased the Father that in him, him being Jesus Christ, that in him all fullness should dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or in heaven, 
Paul refers to himself many times in the scriptures being the chiefest of sinners. I'm not just a sinner, but I'm, I'm the best. I'm the chief. I'm the top. The things that I have done to persecute Christ myself. Not just uh, that I've lived of my own accord and done whatever I want, but I directly assaulted the kingdom of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, he records a scripture that coming from the, the pen of the one who had persecuted the church means so much more when we read it. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I feel the Spirit here this morning. I don't know about you. I really feel the Spirit here this morning. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. How about that? And all things are of God, listen to this, who hath reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ. And hath given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, did you catch that last part? Not only are we reconciled to God through Christ, but he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. The gospel that we teach, the gospel that we preach, the ministry that you and I have has the purpose of reconciling men and women to God. Leading them and pointing them to Jesus Christ. Letting them know that He is the way that they can be right with God. Sometimes I really feel like in the church we do everything but that. You know what I mean? Where we're good, and I don't want to knock these things, but we're good at our programs, we're good at our services. We, we've got everything down to a science, man, we know how to do church. But one of the things that we've lost is this idea, this ministry of reconciliation, pointing people to Christ, helping them. Helping, well, what's a minister, a servant? Helping them to, to get right with God. That's our ministry, that's our calling. And what a great calling it is. What a great calling it is. Listen to this. And hath given us the ministry of recon reconciliation to wit. Meaning, this is the purpose of this ministry of reconciliation. That God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. 
So what Paul's saying here, listen, we're given the ministry of reconciliation for this purpose. To tell people that God was in Christ, God was using Christ to reconcile the whole world to himself. Not imputing or, or, or putting to their account their trespasses. And hath committed to us the word of reconciliation. So, the gospel that we preach, this Jesus that we preach, the, 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 the whole concept of what we do. You guys are kind of quiet this morning. I hope everybody's following. But everything that we're doing, the word that we're given, is the word that reconciles people to God. I, uh, it's, it's easy to be critical, people. You know that? It's easy to see somebody making mistakes and be like, wow, I would never do that. You know, you want to know how we know we're going to heaven? Because we're better than everybody else. Right? Oh, I say that tongue in cheek, but you know, you know that, that kind of becomes the attitude that we can get sometimes in, in, in church. Is that, you know what, as long as I'm better than, and then you just pick your target, as long as I'm better than them, and I do, you know, better stuff than they do, then I'm okay. But one of the things that we learn when we read the scripture is your salvation and my salvation has zero to do with what's going on in someone else's life. And what I can tell you for 100% certainty, when I get there and I am judged, when I stand before God and I'm judged, he won't be like, well, you know what? You're in the top 25% you're in. That's not how it's going to be that. It's not going to work like that. It's not going to be, well, you were good enough. You did enough. You, you, you. No, it's not going to be that. We're reconciled to God not because of our good behavior or the fact that we're better than other people, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Because that in Christ, God hath reconciled the world to himself. The only hope I have of getting into heaven is one, when I stand there before God and I'm judged, when He looks at me, He doesn't see the iniquity of Aaron, but the righteousness of Christ. That's why I want Jesus living right here. That's why I want Jesus in my life. It, because I want when God looks at me that He doesn't see the sin of me, the blackness of me, the dirtiness of me, but he sees not the imputed trespasses that I have, the trespasses against my account, but the imputed, it's an it's a interesting word, isn't it? It's not one we use very often, but, but it literally means to put something to someone's account. If I took $20, and I'm not going to do this because I'm cheap, if I took $20 and I went to the bank and I said, hey, put this in Shirley's account, then I imputed to her $20. That's what I did. No, 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 Shirley, you're not getting $20. I'm just telling you. 
That, that's not happening. But that's, what it, that's really what it means to, to impute, is, is you put something on someone's account. And, and the scripture here is that, that God, in Christ, he, he was reconciled to the word and not, not imputing or not putting their trespasses on their account. But there's another scripture where it talks about, uh, in Romans, it talks about things being imputed. And it talks about Abraham. It said Abraham believed God and it was imputed to him as righteousness. And the, the whole purpose that Romans has in discussing that is talking about how we come to God uh, by, by faith. And when we come to him and we believe in Christ through faith in Jesus Christ, then his righteousness is put on our account. Not our trespasses, but his righteousness is put on our account. Now, when you are... We got any accountants in here? Velma's downstairs. But when you're reconciling things, right? You can, you can reconcile a, a, an account book. And that's you, you start looking at it and you make sure things over here match up with the things over here. We're reconciled to God because the charges against us aren't laid to our account, but the righteousness of Christ is. And the ministry that you and I have is to tell people. You can be reconciled to God. The ministry of reconciliation. How many of you have stoned someone to death for being a Christian? By show of hands. Wow, that many. Now, I say that, you know, we put on the pie, I almost say that many, and the people listen to the pie. Say, wow, there's actually people there, because they can't see that no one raised their hand. <laughs> but no, none of you have done that, have you? You've not specifically assaulted someone because they were Christian, although there are probably people out there in the world, I know there are people out there in the world who have, but what you need to understand is that we have a ministry of reconciliation. And you know, the guy who's writing to us telling us about the ministry of reconciliation was the guy who did that very thing. And for all intents and purposes, if you and I were talking to a guy with his background that had done what he had done, you know what we would probably do? Whoa, I'm stay away from that guy. But Jesus come to Paul on the road to Damascus and he said, to him, Paul, or Saul, Saul, why persecute that? He, he met him in the middle of his sin. In the middle of him doing the very thing against, doing against God. evil and wickedness. And that is the exact place that Jesus spoke to him. Listen, this morning, if Paul can write a scripture that says, if any man be in Christ, 
he's a new creature. If that man who did that can write that scripture, can write that in a letter. Old things, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I believe he understood what he was talking about. See, when I read this scripture, I, I don't think that he, he said that because it was just some really good idea. Wow, this sounds pretty. But he lived it. He experienced this reconciliation that happened in his life. Becoming a new creature. And I, what I want to say to you this morning, here's the, here's the ministry that we have at this church. It's to tell men and women, boys, girls, that they can be reconciled to God. You can be a new creature. If you're here this morning and, and your old sins, the things that you've done in your past, you're struggling with them. You're struggling with who you was, maybe who you are right now. You just can't get past it. Well, I, I, I want you to know this morning that you can be reconciled to God. Even on the road that you're on, even, even in the midst of the things that you've got going on, you can be reconciled to God this morning. You can be a new creature, a new creation. If the old sins being laid to your account worries you, I can tell you this, they don't have to be on your account. You can have Christ imputed righteousness in your life I'm going to read one more scripture just quickly and then close Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 this is once again Paul writing a letter to the, the Colossian church and he says and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh he hath quickened together with him having forgiven you all trespasses Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against you, against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. This is, this is a great explanation right here of salvation. You being dead in your trespasses and sin. That, that's every one of us before we know Christ. Every one of us before we know Christ. Dead in our trespasses and sin. Hath he quickened together or brought back to life. Quickened is to bring to life. Hath he quickened together with him. Through him you're brought back to life and has forgiven you all trespasses. And listen to this. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. Any of you ever get a ticket here? Speeding ticket maybe? I heard a few laughs. I'm assuming that we've had a few tickets here and there. Yeah. Well, you got that because you, you broke an ordinance, right? And that 
that cop, trooper, whoever it was, he come up to you and he, he writes you out a ticket right there. And he writes it doing 85 and a 35, right? And it says, you know, it says right here, here's, here's the ordinances that you're guilty of. You're guilty. Jesus took and blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that were against you. Man, can you imagine up in heaven? They got a book. It's just writing out every, everything that you did wrong. Volumes and volumes of your mistakes. But what Jesus does is he blots out. They're going to open my book one of these days, and they're going to flip on that first page, and it's just going to be read. And they're going to flip over to the second page, and it's going to be read. And they're going to flip over to the third page, and it's going to be read. And they're going to flip over to the fourth page, and it's going to be read because it is under the blood. It has been blotted out through the blood of Jesus Christ. I want you to hear this this morning. You and I are reconciled to God through Christ. You are reconciled to God through Christ. And all the ordinance, everything that you've broke, every sin that you've committed is blotted out through His blood. Now listen to this. And He took it out of the way. (laughs) Not only did He blot it out, But he took that and he nailed it up there on his cross. It's gone. It's blotted out. It's out of the way. It's gone. And you this morning need to know that whatever situation that you're in, no matter what sin you committed, you can be reconciled to Christ. You can be reconciled to Christ. And it is my job and your job as believers who've been reconciled to spread the gospel of reconciliation, to tell men and women everywhere that if you don't know Christ, you can point them in the direction of the cross. And the Christ who died to save them. As we get a song this morning, Those who can, if you would, be standing. Be reconciled to God this morning. You can do that. You don't have to worry about what you've done. If, you, if you're standing here this morning and you're thinking about, well, you know, I've got this and this and this that I've done and this. And you just, you're constantly struggling with the things in your past, whatever they may be. Listen, you don't have to struggle with those things this morning. Right? You can, you can get rid of those this morning. You can walk out of those doors different than you came in. You can can leave here this morning different than you came. You don't have to carry that weight around anymore. You don't have to carry that fear around anymore just wondering, well, am I good enough? No, you don't have to because you can have 
Your trespasses removed. And His righteousness put on your account this morning. Listen, as we sing, if the Lord's dealing with your heart, I'm going to invite you to come and pray. I'm going to pray with you this morning. I'm going to pray with you this morning. You can be reconciled this morning. You don't have to leave this church the same way you came in. You don't have to struggle and wrestle with those things inside that you've been carrying around. You can walk out those doors knowing 100% that you've been reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. No maybes, no kind ofs, no well, a little bit, but not quite. None of that. You can have it all blotted out by the blood of Christ this morning. And you can walk out those doors with confidence, knowing that you're His. As we sing, if the Holy Spirit is dealing with your heart, why don't you come and pray? Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.